102.4 FM. Online. This is Red Road. Hello and welcome to this very special show. It is Thursday, the 7th of February. It's time to changes. Hashtag time to talk day. This is a pre-recorded show that I've done to mark Time to Talk Day, but it's what I'm calling a live pre-recorded show. And by that, what I mean is I'm doing it as if it were live. Mistakes and all. Mental health is not a personal failure. People cry, not because they're weak, but because they have been strong for too long. When I make a mistake, I know it. I feel it. I tear myself apart. I lose sleep. I don't stop thinking about it. So when I say I'm sorry, know that I mean it. I am my own toughest critic. They're just a few inspirational quotes that I found online uh, that I wanted to share with you on this hashtag time to talk special on Red Road FM. And before we go into the show, I want to say that I do have a great relationship with all my family. And without my mum, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my very close friends, I wouldn't be here to present this show today. Why am I doing this? Well, as I I was preparing for this show, I started to wonder that myself. I'm going to share with you uh, some very personal stories and experiences, some things I'm proud of, and some things I'm not so proud of. I'm doing this because I've been living with mental illness my whole life and I want to open the door for others to talk about it and hopefully help to end any stigmas or discriminations that still exist around mental illness. Going to kick off with this one. This song really resonates with me when it comes to mental health. Uh, it's, It's one of REM's most famous. It's Everybody Hurts. I think the first time I heard this, I just, I felt, I felt the the words resonate with me. And I realised, maybe I'm not alone. When your day is long And the night, the night is yours That is, of course, R.E.M. and Everybody Hurts. You're on the hashtag Time to Talk special here on Red Road FM with me, S.J. Birds. I remember the first time I heard this song. I was walking uh, around Newbold in Chesterfield. We were visiting my grands and I was feeling pretty wretched. And it was one of those times in your life where you hear a song and something just resonates with you. And the line, you are not alone, is so true. Now, when I was growing up, um, I kind of knew I wasn't your regular child. Uh, my youngest memory um, is of hating life. 
um, of not understanding why I had to be somewhere or do something um, when all I wanted to do was be at home in my own safe little space. I felt like a lesser person, unimportant, because I was told... Well, I was told where, where to be, what to do, where to go. I, like so many kids, of course, um, I was bullied at school. I'd got ginger hair that was picked on. I wasn't overly sporty, so I hadn't kind of got the, the cool kids. Uh, people would pick on my clothes and my shoes because I didn't wear the latest labels and things like that. They're, they're, they're tiny little things, I grant you. But they really, really hurt. And if there's one thing about me uh, that you'll learn throughout this journey that we're going on uh, in this special show is it, I, I feel things incredibly deeply. I hated school. Um, not the teachers, um, although there were a few, um, or even the work, but it was my fellow pupils that I struggled with. I, I didn't want to be around children. Growing up a bit further into my teens, and I was so angry. I was angry at the world. I was angry at my parents for having me. I was tearful all the time. I had a continued hatred of school and fellow pupils. I would destroy my own possessions. I a rage of anger, physically violent to inanimate objects. I hated myself. I hated who I was. I wanted to be so much more, but I found it almost impossible. Like a physical weight was upon me, and it was holding me down, and no matter how hard I tried, I could not get it off. One of the things I did to help myself was Brian. Brian was a punch bag. One of these big ones that you fill with old rags and clothes and things. And, oh my word, did I used to use him to really pelt some frustration out. It was this song that I used to do it to, from Bad Out of Hell 2. It's how I felt. It depicted every second of how I felt about my life. And I'd let Brian, I'd throw him across the room and he'd swing back at me and he'd knock me to the floor. It did help dissipate the anger and it was a much more positive and appropriate way to get it all out than it was to throw my own possessions around my bedroom. It's all or nothing. Nothing's all I ever get. Every I had some meatloaf there. From his album Bad Out of Hell 2, Back Into Hell. From 1993, that's Life is a Lemon and I Want My Money Back. In fact, that whole album was pretty much a soundtrack to my teenage years. And I don't know if you're like me, um, I hope you're not, um, but uh, the, my life kind of has a soundtrack to it. And that's some of the music that I've chosen today. And some of it, as the show goes on, becomes a bit more inspirational and hopeful. And I really hope that as I'm sharing this incredibly personal uh, stuff, that it will help someone. Um, just one person, if that one person reaches out and thinks, I feel a bit like that. 
Maybe I'll speak to mum. Maybe I'll speak to dad or my best mate. Something else that really helped me throughout my teenage years uh, was my next door neighbour. It was a lady called Janet. She was 60 years old. I was 13 at the time when I met her. I used to do gardening for her, mow the lawn. Um, she treated me as an equal and we had so much fun together. I'll never forget making table tennis table and uh, we'd go on day trips to try and find her next dog or as it turned out it was dogs, two uh, Shetland sheepdogs. We never really spoke about my health issues. But she was there if I needed her, and there was a mutual understanding. And an awful lot of laughter. And that really, really helped me. I would have been lost without Janet back in those days. So growing up, I'd kind of protected myself in this bubble, this bubble of people that I knew and wanted to see, and spending a lot of time in my room. I spent a lot of time walking the dog, uh, listening to music. I didn't naturally have social skills in groups and to this day I still struggle um, interacting with others uh, in, in big groups. That might come as a bit of a surprise to you. I remember seeing one particular educational psychiatrist, I think, or psychologist, I can't remember, and he described me as introverted extrovert. And to this day, yeah, I can stood on a stand on a stage and I can act the fool, I can do stuff like that, but put me in a group where I'm expected to talk within a group of people that I'm not too comfortable in. I really, really struggle with that. To that end, I left my first four jobs under a cloud, walking away from them, running away from them even. Either because I felt bullied or because I was being asked to do something that I deemed unfair, even though if maybe looking back it wasn't unfair. I had periods of depression, isolation and anger as I felt as a teen and it was rearing its ugly head again. I once again took to destroying inanimate objects. I was bigger and I was stronger so this time it was doors I was knocking down. It was windows. I felt like I was shrouded in this invisible force that was preventing me from functioning in any way shape or form and the anger that flowed through me I, I can't even begin to describe. When I was at my worst I, I wouldn't get dressed. I wouldn't speak to anyone, I wouldn't go to the shops, I wouldn't pick up the telephone, I wouldn't even speak to friends, let alone family even. And at my very worst, when I was feeling very, very suicidal, this is the song that, for some reason, in an almost cathartic way, helped me. It describes what I felt like, and in some ways I think sometimes, speaking personally, I. I still to this day need to get lost in my feelings sometimes, almost as a way of self-repair. The song I'm talking about is one you might not have heard of. Uh, it's uh, by John Bon Jovi from his album Destination Anywhere. And this is the final track on the album and it's called Cold Hard Heart. You said you love to watch me sleep 
You put your head down on my chest to hear me breathe. That's John Bon Jovi from his 1997 solo album Destination Anywhere, Cold Hard Heart. You're on hashtag time to talk special here on Red Road FM with me, SJ Birds. We're not live, but we are doing this to mark the day uh, that is time to change is hashtag time to talk. And I'm sharing with you a bit of an insight into my life, which, uh, you know, it's, uh, isn't necessarily very easy. Uh, one in four people, of course, suffer with mental health problems and that's a startlingly high figure when you think about it if you want to reach out to me please don't contact the studio today but you can contact me on djsjbirds at gmail.com you can reach out to me on twitter at djsjbirds and you can find me on facebook and instagram and that is again at djsjbirds now in 2014 I made uh, the most serious attempt on my own life that I've ever made, thankfully to this day still. I mix numerous painkillers, um, naproxen, ibuprofen, paracetamol, anything I could get my hands on with whiskey and vodka and even um, ended up drinking TCP uh, to take the last of the tablets with as I'd run out of all the alcohol. Um, injuring my father in the process as he tried to stop me as well. For days afterwards I could taste the TCP. It was... I felt like everywhere I went all I could smell was TCP. <clears throat> At that point I started seeing a psychotherapist. Or psychologist, I'm, I'm never sure which is which. And I was diagnosed eventually with borderline personality disorder. It was the first time in my life five years ago, 35 years old, that I actually had a tangible reason, something that explained why I had spent my life feeling the way that I had, my hatred of being alive but without the courage to end it, blaming my parents for having me, for subjecting me to this world that I felt was so cruel and I felt so tortured by. I've always wanted to be a success and I've always felt that I've tried my damnedest and my hardest uh, but that things, whatever things might be, always conspired against me. And at least now, um, at that point, I had a focus, something to help me understand what these feelings were and that they might not be common but that I wasn't alone and that they are real, they do exist and that I could actually start to talk about and start to process these feelings. So this track talks about being brave or in this case not being so brave and actually just giving in from time to time. This is the Shires from their album of the same name. This is Brave. Lie down, just forget the world And your worries, calm down Don't be so absurd So, 
such a positive message in that song there, Brave, by the Shires. And I would urge anybody on this day time to talk to... To talk! Uh, don't do what I did and just keep everything up inside until you just explode, and I, in my case explode, time and time and time again. So, I left my job through voluntary redundancy in 2014, following the aforementioned attempt on my life. Um, this did help. It helped remove the pressure of work and continually having to put a brave face on things, which I can't tell you how exhausting that is. If, if you're inside feeling like you're falling apart, but obviously you don't want to show that, well, maybe you should talk to people, get the help that you need, rather than just trying to go through it by yourself. Well, I took time out for me, and under advice, um, I was I was told to do nothing that I didn't want to. I mean, that's very nice, isn't it? I wish life was that simple. Uh, but of course, this does lead to other pressures, and indeed financial ones, which aren't easy to contend with, and I'm not saying that it isn't uh, a challenge every day for me. I haven't actually been in paid employment since that day, and whilst I am now considerably a million miles apart from where I was when I had that big breakdown in 2014, I've still had times when I'm not able to cope with things, and even doing this job, the job that I absolutely love doing. Um, I've had days when I feel unable to cope. Days when I don't want to get out of bed, when I might have set my alarm for upstate and I'll just turn the alarm off. I can feel insanely miserable, um, and thankfully the anger that I used to feel is a lot less common these days. I just allow myself to repair. I don't put myself any, under any pressure to do anything, um, and if there's one thing that I have learnt is that by applying pressure to myself for doing something or to do something, it can be the worst thing to do. In fact, it is the worst thing to do. I just let myself self-heal, as I say, self-repair. It might be spending the day in bed until midday, but then at midday I'll get out. And I take medication every day, and I've got a gorgeous little dog called Sasha that needs help. She's had a broken leg after she was run over. Now she doesn't need help. Sorry, she needs a walk because she does, because she's a doc. So I've got to do that. So in my own way, I do try every day. And as Rick Astley says, you've got to try. And try to talk to somebody if you feel the need. I don't know if I can make it. But I'm gonna try I'm gonna try I don't know if I can make it But just watch me try Watch me try You know we got to try that's Rick Astley there, and try on this Time to Talk special on Red Road FM. I've got to say a huge thanks to Aaron. Uh, that is Aaron that normally wakes you up between 7 and 10, and to Josh as well, who normally goes from 10. Uh, they've both uh, given away half an hour of their show for me to be able to do this. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, guys. Uh, it really is such an important subject to me, and indeed I think it should be to all of us. Uh, now... I mentioned that uh, I take medication every day to help me um, and I do try to get myself to do certain things as I said I've got a dog, I walk sash um, I listen to music, I think music is so powerful I wish I could write it, I wish I could play it better but seeing how happy Sasha is always helps my little girl and she's charging about and running 
Also seeing my nephew. And helping him out with a project. He might be building Meccano, or it could be making him a table or a chair as we did last summer. It really, really helps when I'm not in a good place. And it will always put a smile on my face and ease any symptoms of anxiety or depression. And although it will rarely get rid of these feelings completely, um, it does make an, an, a massive difference. And that's just by talking to my nephew or talking to my dog. It's almost like healing yourself, helping yourself. I would recommend to anybody uh, that having a dog, if it's practical, they are a friend, they're a confidant. And if it's practical to own one, the joy that they will bring you, in my personal opinion, is unequalled. I don't know some people feel like that about cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, whatever it is. Having an animal, having something to care for, I think really does help your, your mental health. I still have to take one day at a time um, and listen to my inner self a lot. And I think one of the things that I am is a lot more self-aware than I used to be. And that is long over has led to a prolonged period of overall good health, I'd like to think. One thing that I don't think that can be underrated is the link between mental and physical health, and indeed vice versa. But we're going to hear a piece of music. This is the beautiful Vincent by Don McLean. Paint your palette blue and gray Look out on a summer's day With eyes that know the darkness in my soul Shadows on the hills Sketch the trees and the daffodils Now I think I know What you tried to say to me to how you suffered for your sanity To how you tried to set them free They would not listen, they're not listening still Perhaps they never will That is the beautiful Vincent from Don McLean You're on hashtag time to talk on Red Road FM. It's a special show to mark time to change his day, time to talk and impress the importance of talking and mental health in today's world, I think. I don't think anybody can have a problem with that, can they? Now, I personally think the link between mental and physical health cannot be underestimated. Uh, Something happened to me when I was in my 20s, uh, running a pub, um, which... I can't tell you how unpleasant and stressful I found that. That not the job, it was the punters. <laughs> Believe me. Anyway, one morning I woke up and I had lost total use of my left hand. And even now saying it, I think, did I really? Did that really happen? But it did. I woke up. Um, my wife at the time said to me, oh, you've just laid on it funny. I was like, but no, it doesn't feel like that. And an hour went by. No feeling had come back at all. And I was saying, look, there is something wrong. Anyway, eventually she conceded, yeah, okay, there is something wrong. And off, off I went to the hospital. So one of the nice regulars was a taxi driver, and he, he took me to the hospital. And I had numerous tests. They, they thought maybe I'd had a stroke, uh, although very strange stroke, because it just affect your hand, my left hand, literally at the wrist. I, I had no movement. I couldn't feel... Well, I could feel it, but it was tingly. Anyway... 
At the end of the day, they said, it's clearly just your body's reaction to the stress. I got out of the job, as you can well imagine. Uh, but it still took three whole months for my hand to totally regain full strength and return to normal so I could use it as, as I do indeed today. And I also think we need to highlight more about mental health and the link to physical health the other way around and how that prolonged illnesses uh, can have hugely detrimental effects on mental health. I mean, largely, our bodies are amazing, amazing things. We can heal and repair, break scars. But to heal the mind takes so much time and is so much more challenging. It's not like just putting a band-aid over it and it'll get better. It's... It does take a lot of time, and I don't think uh, there's maybe enough done around that, and people that are going through prolonged illnesses need a lot more support, and again, time to talk, and you can't do that without friends. And a few years ago, Kenny Rogers said just that with his old friend, Dolly Parton, because do you know what? You can't make old friends. What will I do when you're gone? Who's gonna tell me the truth? Who's gonna finish the stories I start? Uh, what a what a tune that is! And who better to talk with? Because we both know we'll still be old friends. Then Kenny Rogers or Dolly Parton? No, no sorry. Then you're old friends. You're on hashtag time to talk here on Red Road FM. It's a Red Road special. Uh, just so you know, this show is pre-recorded. Don't get in touch with the studio, but you can get in touch with me if you want to reach out and share some experiences. I'd be delighted to uh, engage in some communication with you. DJSJBirds at gmail.com or I'm at DJSJBirds on all social media platforms. So that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, probably. <laughs> Um, yeah that one doesn't work so yeah I mean just just thinking back to to things that I've I've done and I've self-harmed um, although as I joke with mum it's not a terrible profession you know selling farms uh, but seriously I, you know I have um, I hope I won't again um, but I can't say for certain that it won't happen I can say it's not happened in about eight months um, and that's when I burnt myself. Um, I burnt a small hole in my wrist with a cigarette. Um, and my reason for doing it was the pain I was feeling inside. The torture I felt was immense. And I just wanted something, anything, to take it away. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't, of course, but it, it, it does hurt. <laughs> So you end up with both. It's not clever, but if it's something that you can relate to, um, talk about it. That's what I've learned throughout all these experiences. Talk about it. It can be with a professional. It can be with a friend. It can be with a neighbour. Anybody. 
And at the end of this, we'll be giving you some numbers if you do want to talk to somebody professionally in, in, of course, complete confidence. I once went to a talk by Professor Steve Peters, who's best known for his books surrounding the chimp paradox and the work he's done with the British cycling team. And at the Q&A at the end, I, I questioned him how to best cope in a situation that's making you ill. And I put to him that, you know, within my job, I was in a situation, I had lots of things going on, and I was, I was, I was ill. It was making me ill. And ultimately, the answer came, you can't change others. You can't change the situation that you're in. You can only change yourself and your reaction to the environment that you're in. And if it's making you ill, then you just need to walk away. Now, I grant you that that really is not the easiest of advice to follow all of the time. But we only have one life, and I, for one, believe our sole purpose is to be happy. In whatever guise that is, for you as an individual, we are all on a long and winding road that leads us, well, who knows where. There's a reason people dream When nothing's as it seems In a world of make-believe Everything's achievable That's the exceptionally talented UK country artist Kezia Gill, and that's from her album Kezia, that's the road. Now, ultimately, today is about uh, challenging and changing the discrimination and stigma that still exists surrounding mental health. As I say, one in four people will suffer some kind of problem with their mental health in their lives. So my advice to anyone anywhere is don't feel ashamed of your mental health matters. Ask a friend, a sibling, a parent, a cousin, an aunt, an uncle for 10 minutes of their time. Express how you feel. Talking about things won't change anything and it won't cure you, but it really does help. I don't mind admitting to you that I wet buckets when my dog Kazzy was put to sleep. He and I were like one. He'd helped me through so much. I'd cried on him. I'd held him. I'd walked him. We'd run together. And I say this to everyone, but especially men, male suicide rates are on the rise. And it really is time to talk and cry if we need to. There is nothing to be ashamed of. We are in the 21st century, folks. We are all human beings with our own thoughts, our own feelings, and our own emotions. Never be too proud to let them out. And I'm going to leave you with the words of a very wise man. We don't know his real name, but we know he's from Gallifrey. <laughs> Peter, Capaldi's Peter Capaldi, sorry, his final speech at the end of uh, Doctor Who. Just before we do that, let me tell you about the Samaritans. If you don't want to speak to somebody directly, you can, of course, always send a text, an email, a letter, a WhatsApp, voice message. You know, you don't have to reach out through talking to somebody face to face if you don't want to there's also the wonderful Samaritans they are only a phone call away it's free it's totally confidential and I can speak from personal experience they are excellent they don't judge they just listen and offer support their number is 116123 it's totally free and even works from a pay as you go mobile without credit if you're under 25 and you're struggling with online bullying, actual bullying, relationship breakdown, anything at all, and you need somebody to talk to, you can text THE MIX. That's uh, T-H-E-M-I-X, all in capitals. Text that to 85258. It's free and anonymous from EE, O2, Vodafone, Virgin, 3, BT, GIFGAF, Tesco, and Telecom Plus. I don't think there are any more networks, if I'm being honest. 
That is the mix to 85258 if you're 25 and under. The Samaritans again, 116123, totally free, totally confidential, and they are truly fantastic. Now those words from the doctor. Never be cruel, never be cowardly. Remember, hate is always foolish, and love is always wise. Always try to be nice, and never fail to be kind. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. And always remember to be proud to say, This is me. Stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away Thank you very much for your company today This has been a Red Road special Hashtag Time to Talk with me, SJ Birds. As I say, this will be going up on Mixcloud and on YouTube a video without the music, sadly. I can't put the music up there. And on Facebook as well. And thanks again to Aaron and the team at Red Road. Music is life. This is Red Road.